Peace and love. Peace and love, everybody. I am Samut, uh, your host, and this is another episode of the Mind, Body, Energy, and Balance podcast. Uh, as I said earlier, yay! <laughs> yay! Uh, and that is my fabulous producer and co-host, Flaw 700. What's up, Flaw? Hey, what's going on? What's up, everybody? Yeah, Flo is doing his thing in the podcast world. Um, I can't wait to, um, you know, see all of the great trajectory that he's doing. And um, I'm thankful to have him as a team member. And, of course, you all know that's fam right there, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of fam, we give praise and honor to the great ancestors upon whose shoulders that we stand. All of the wisdom, ingenuity, science, capacity, and great organizations have all been brought forth by our ancestors. May we continue that here through this message that we share with everybody through the airwaves. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Right. So today, uh, you know. Some days you don't really feel like doing the shit you're supposed to do, (laughs) but that is not um, adult. You know, if you're adult, you make a commitment, you have to keep your commitments. And um, I was telling Flaw before we came on that I know that my energies have changed um, besides having gotten some blood work and seeing some numbers that is like, what is going on, Mama Yoga, um, that need to be adjusted and it's not anything crucial and really like, oh, you know, stat, you got to make some, you know, get some things done stat. But my body is very, very sensitive. And the least little thing out of whack or, you know, edging up in the wrong direction, she reacts very strongly to the least little bit, little imbalance. So as I was telling Flaw this morning, I woke up feeling like, I was like, I had been drinking, you know, like, you know how you feel when you hung over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This morning I was like, what in the world? I had a little sweet treat <laughs> a couple of hours before bed, but that's an indication that she's not processing the sugar, right? Because, you know, alcohol and um, sweets, they have the the issue in the body is the sugar metabolism through the liver, right? So I'm about to go on a serious sugar, not even sugar, but liver detox and heal and cleanse and make sure that, you know, when I wake up, it's angelic and flowing and not all groggy and hung the hell over, you know? Somebody out there can relate to me. That's not even, um, it ain't about alcohol or nothing like that, but just the changes in your body, you know, that you see as you start to go up the chronology, as we say. Yeah? yeah, I can I can definitely relate to that because just like I said, I had to change my 24-hour fast. I also noticed something else that mm-hmm. I had to make an adjustment with. So let's talk about mm-hmm. intimate fasting, right? Let's talk about the, 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 the mind trick that it can play on you when people say, mm-hmm. well, you can kind of eat anything you want when you fast. Mm-hmm. Well, I think mm-hmm. that that's BS. Let me tell you why. <laughs> um, lately, since I've been getting up in age, I'm a 40-year-old man that works out mm-hmm. every day. Right. That takes 10,000 steps every day. Yeah. That drinks a lot of water. Right? Here, but here. I still feel bloated. And mm. I can't get that out of my mind as to why. So I start right. Googling things like that. So mm-hmm. I start, so I Googled my favorite restaurant that I like to eat at. And I said, what's wrong with burgers and fries and chicken? 
I said, what's wrong with that? I said, what's wrong with that? Well, of course not on, of course not on mama yoga standards, but for me as protein as like, what's wrong with it? It's not the worst thing in the world. Don't say nothing. (laughs) But I Googled it and this specific restaurant, the sodium in each platter is so high that my body cannot sustain all of the sodium. It's like 2000 grams of sodium per, per dish. So if I go get, Six to ten boneless wings in my head. I'm thinking, well, this is a lot of protein. Thumbs mm-hmm. up. And then I say, mm-hmm. bring me the cheeseburger. Uh, mm-hmm. It's this is 50 grams of protein. It feeds the muscle. But what mm-hmm. it also is doing is mm-hmm. causing us other issues in your body, which is kind of avoiding the fasting, the right. working out. It's voiding. It's it voiding sure. everything that you're doing. So right. this week, so. Before we got on this pod, or I think in the beginning, I said I had to switch some things up with my diet, which is one of the reasons why I went with like a liquid diet. And like I said, I might snack on some chips here and there. Like mm-hmm. my other tip to you guys, I'm not done. What I'm saying is don't go cold turkey on anything. Right. Because then you'll, you know, your body will fiend for it and then you'll overindulge in it. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not going to snack on a cookie or two or eat a bag of mm-hmm. chips, but mm-hmm. I'm just not going to go to that restaurant um, and knowing what it does to my body. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, if your body is not receiving certain foods, Google it, do your research, go see the doctor, go get your blood work, just like what Mama Yoga was saying, and make adjustments mm-hmm. accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's up to you. Our bodies are changing. They're not yep. receiving the same things mm-hmm. that we received when we were 20, when we were young whippersnappers. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I did this week. I Googled it. I said, bro, I can't take it. Why am I? I'm fasting. Mm-hmm. It's 20, mm-hmm. I'm 24 hours, 16 hours. I'm drinking a lot of water, I'm protein. And so what? Mm-hmm. I want one burger. But that one burger mm-hmm. has 2,000 grams of sodium, which is kind of like the daily intake of that. I think we ain't supposed to have that. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. and the burger, you know, the burger and the chicken is probably not even real. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably got the meat glue in it, you know, which causes a lot of allergic and, you know, destructive reactions in the body. It's probably not even actually from a cow, mm-hmm. you know, because they got this whole thing. I don't know if you've seen it where they can simulate, they can actually create a meat products using a 3d printer i heard that there's an israeli company that's doing that Uh uh-huh yeah yep so i'm just saying the fact of that it has all of the sodiums all of the additives to give it a a flavor and a meat-like substance uh make it like a meat-like substance the chew and everything you know is is adding is compounding the issue, not just the sodium, um, because they put all of that in there because really it's plastic. It's not, it ain't got no flavor, you know? So I, I, uh, have been for years, probably maybe 25 years teaching, uh, when I teach on the subject of diet and nutrition and everything, telling people, you know, make sure you get bone in. Um, if you want a burger buy, you know, a side of beef or whatever, and take it to the butcher and let them grind it for you. Let them grind it down, like buy, you know, a steak with the bone in it, have them carve it. I mean, it's some work, but listen, the reality of it is, is that you are going to pay for your health one way or the other. You either going to pay to be proactive and do the best for your body that you can with some effort, time, energy, effort, or you're going to pay the pharmaceutical companies and the hospital. And the, um, you know, health industrial complex, the medical industrial complex, 
in the country. So you have to pick your heart. Right. You have to choose your heart. Um, the um, the uh, dessert that I had last night was 100 percent natural. It don't have nothing to do with that. I mean, it didn't have all of the other chemicals which will compound the issue. But this was just, you know, four ingredients from a holistic place that I had purchased this wonderful dessert. But my body was like uh, it's showing she's showing me. We don't, we don't do that anymore, dear. You gotta, you gotta stop that. You know, you just cannot have it at all to be waking up groggy. Like I had two bottles of wine or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just from a dessert, that is not a good sign. That's probably, um, we're not going to put no energy out there other than the energy of correction. Right. And the other thing too, is when you talked about flaw, um, that you're fasting, you're doing 24 hour fast, just your um, electrolytes to keep you going and tons and tons of water. You work out every day. And then throughout the week, you do inter- you do intermittent, right? Like 16, eight, whatever yeah. it is. So all of that's great. But, the, but one of the things that science is highlighting from another vantage point, if you are a person who goes to the gym every day, and you go to a nine to five job where you sit for long periods of times. I think they said sitting um, uh, for two hours or longer. Even if you go to the gym every single day, you still run the same risks of somebody who uh, does not do any exercise for cancer. Smoke, sitting is the new smoking. Because human beings are designed to be moving and stretching and reaching and walking. You know, we are uh, designed to move. So when you have a sedentary job, the fact that you sit all day at your job negates or cancels out the cardio or the workout that you do. That's absolutely true. Um, When I was working, when I was working at FedEx, I was the Mm house manager and I Mm -hmm. had to continue to walk up and down mm-hmm. the aisle to manage my employees. And I was getting about 30,000 steps, 25 mm-hmm. to 30,000 steps. And I was around like 230, 220. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I left my W-2 and I started working for myself and I sit right here. Mm-hmm. Whether it's podcasting, whether it's business, and here mm-hmm. I am pushing 250. Right. It's just that quick. I left it in April, people. Like yeah. It's, it's, it's July. And I've been yep. feeling like this since June. Like, this is like just that quick. And it was just like, what happened? And it was, yep. yeah, I, I, I'm not getting the 30,000 steps no more. I'm mm-hmm. sitting down. So at the end of the day, um, you, I, I have to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we just, it's all really about finding the pieces that balance and work together in your life. That's really what it's all about. You know, it just is all of us, no matter how, um, uh, far along in terms of the knowledge and the practice of our lives that we are uh, with these different, you know, there you go, there you go, there you go, there you, you go. know what happened? <laughs> Reality podcasting, y'all. <laughs> uh, so what happened was as I'm moving my hands, my ring, my arc ring hit the mic thing and it paused it. So anyway, no matter how far along we are in terms of the knowledge and the practical use in our life and whatever 
dynamics we share. We talk about money. We talk about health and fitness. We talk about culture. We talk about spirituality. No matter how far we are along, we all have shit we got to manage. We all have stuff that reminds us, you know, to make an adjustment here, there, you know, we also come to different things. Like give you an example, a person who's very good with money, every so often they splurge, you know, and run up their credit cards or whatever. But the, per- but the point is the reset. The point is they, they say, okay, wait a minute, hold, hold, hold it. Stop. Let's reset. I got to reset this against somebody who just continues to splurge continues to eat however they want to eat, continues to, you know, not exercise or lay on the couch and eat chips, right? What makes the difference is the capacity to stop and say, wait a minute now, I got to change this. I have to adjust this. And it's all good. You know, nobody is above the correction and the reset. And that's, you know, that's really like, you know, a primary message that we can share because what we do as human beings is we have a tendency to put people that are ahead of us in the class of life. We have a tendency to put them on, you know, an elevated, you know, perspective. You know, we tend to guru people. We tend to worship people, even subconsciously. You know, because they are coming to teach the teacher standing. There's an African proverb that says that the message is tenfold for the messenger. The person who's bringing the message, they need that information 10 times more than the the people they're telling. Because nobody is above the correction. Nobody is above the reset. These things that are happening in our life, we are sharing with you from experience. You know, like I'm on this path where it is, I I understand clearly that it is a part of my mission to teach culturally centered women, primarily women. Of course, men are welcome. We love women. We love men. You know, Uh, we're not negating men, but you stand in your strength, right? And my message resonates very strongly with our female um, population. So I know that very clearly is part of my mission to teach women, culturally centered women, the principles and the capacity for success using their spiritual culture to help them in their business and in their career objectives, right? So somebody might say, well, Mama Yoga, you don't have no PhD in economics or you don't have a master's degree in business or or an MBA or any of that kind of thing. What makes you qualified to teach people about business success? I've been an entrepreneur for more than half my life. I have practical... I got some scars. (laughs) The experience is everything. The book knowledge is only a, actually it's a very small component. And book knowledge is good because it teaches a person how to study, you know, how to discern information. But the real teacher is the experience. 
you know, of what happens when you put a business together, what happens when the people you hire don't show up, what happens when the client is upset, how do you give proper customer service, how do you stay true and integrity-based to your business, how do you marshal your spiritual practices of yoga, meditation, proper diet and nutrition, um, you know, juju practices, learn certain incense and, you know, certain prayers and affirmation. How do you harness all of that to help you be successful in your culturally based, heart based business, integrity based ethically based business? How do you use your life's tools to help you succeed? Right? So that is the thing that uh, is, you know, the, the, the secret sauce, the specialness, because a lot of times we in spiritual culture, again, going back to what we talked about last week, we didn't even do a recap. We just jumped right in on, um, you know, on um, what we was talking about, you know? jump right in on the health and the and everything and it's all good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But as we spoke about how, you know, this poverty mindset in our culturally based communities across demographic, like I said, I've, you know, been connected to white culturally based communities as well. And they got the same problems, the same issue, you know? So how do we use what has supported our life and what helps our life to now move our ethically based, spiritually centered based business forward. That's for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people may say, well, mama yoga, you know, you, I, you don't, you know, you don't have any degrees that qualify you to teach that. I have the, the greatest degrees of all. I got degree of life and the degree of experience. You know, I am the person that I'm seeking to share this per- this information with to this very day. Like I'm on a whole new trajectory within my own business world of how to make the prop the pivot properly and holistically to where I need to go with Mama Yoga Wellness brands. You know, including the Mind Body Energy podcast, including the lectures and teachings and the um, social emotional learning skills in the school districts and everything. Like how how do I use these tools and skills that I have for my life uh, within my business practice? You know, and it's no different than people of other traditions and faith. Faiths. You can say what you want, but I love Dave Ramsey. I mean, he's a bit. You know, I mean, everybody is rigid in their own ideology and it's okay, but I have been, I don't know, blessed or challenged with the perception to the capacity to take, to see God everywhere, first of all, and then the capacity to chew the meat and spit out the bone. Like I could take the best of what you're saying and apply it where I need to apply it. And the rest of it doesn't really apply to my life or I don't necessarily lean into that ideology. I don't, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to take that on. But Dave, Dave Ramsey, one of the things I love about him is he has done an excellent, he and his team have done an excellent job of compiling 
all of the ways in which the Christian Bible says it's okay to be wealthy. It's okay to provide an ethical service to people and accept a exchange, an exchange, a monetary exchange for that. You know, he and his team have compiled the research. They've gone into the Bible and found all of the passages that say, you know, uh, a man who does not leave anything for his children does not love his children. Because he's supposed to leave for his children's children's generations. That's in the Bible. You know, that a person who runs through their whole store cupboard is of the devil. That's a person who cannot save and does not steward their resources. Now, these are the, not the exact, I'm not paraphrasing, I don't have them written down nowhere, but this is the gist of what is being said, you know? So even in the Christian Bible, there is not, people get stuck on the love, the money is the root of the all evil. That that's, was only one out of 2,500 passages on spirituality and money within the Christian Bible. And then people misquote that. The quote is actually the greed, greed, the uh, greed of money is the root of all evil. Right? Not just money itself. It's a person who's only doing things to exchange or to just uh, harness monetary resources. There's no ethical or righteous uh, behavior. They're just greedy and they're cheating people and doing deceptive things. And that's absolutely wrong, 100%. But the real passages that say, if you are a man leading a family, a man who have children and you don't leave anything for your children's children, you don't care about your family. It's your responsibility to make sure that the children's children are cared for. And it's their responsibility to make sure that their children's children are cared for. And on and that's how you get generational wealth. It is your responsibility to steward your resources and not run through your whole store cupboard. Right? The store cupboard is the resources, right? Back then it was grain and cows and goats and whatever, but it all translates to money, to currency. Don't run through your resources. It is a fool who runs through their resources and they are of the devil. They don't say nothing about you should forsaken your, you know, financial dynamics to worship. They don't say nothing about that. How can you give 10% if you ain't got five? Mm-hmm. Come on now. So in this current age and going back 400 years at the minimum, those doctrines, those books have been used to oppress a whole community of people, including poor white people, not just black people. You know, the thing is to keep poor white people, poor black people thinking that one is against the other. 
and everybody give your money to us. <laughs> that was the thinking. But the time, as I said in previous podcasts, the time has switched, right? The time has changed. Now it is about ethical exchange. Now it's about providing a service that is solving a problem for someone. And in your heart, in your vibration, in your spirit, seeking to help and not being ashamed, afraid to request to put an ask on that exchange. You know, the spiritual doctrines, all of them say you have to steward your resources and you should, you know, attain monetary success in an ethical way. So I understand, I'm understanding more and more that one of the um, contributions that I can make to our cultural community is to uh, shine the onk signal in the sky and let that vibrate women in business who are culturally centered that want to understand a better way to manage their business as well as manage their monetary resources, you know, start a budget. How do I put a budget together? How do I, you know, attract more customers to my business? You know, how do I tighten up this side of my business and that and this, that, and the third. And of course, anybody can come, you know, and, and, you know, share in that information. It's just going to be placed out wide. I have a program that I teach called Spirituality and Money. And at the Goddess and the Garden, we should have put put that in a banner, the Goddess and the Garden event that's coming up uh, in August, August 19th, going to be at the Nile Cafe uh, and Courtyard, which is my... um, the Nile, Osiriset, my spiritual home. Uh, So the organizers of the Goddess in the Garden are renting that venue uh, for the event. That's August 19th. And at that event, I'm going to give a talk on spirituality and money for wealthy women and wisdom in business, you know, and we'll get into some key points around how you connect your spirituality, the spiritual practices to helping you increase your business success, your ethical business success. Connect your uh, help, uh, per, help the attendees connect the understanding of uh, your subconscious blocks about money and about attaining monetary success. And share some tools and skills that will assist the attendees in breaking, beginning to break down those uh, subconscious blocks and those generational curses, really. Because you find from time and time that, you know, if your mama wasn't good with money or your father wasn't good with money, or they made comments around Wealthy people and money is all terrible. They must have stole it. They must have done something bad. You know, they must be uh, horrible. I got to work for this guy. They got all the money. Hell, and they just giving me uh, crumbs. You may not consciously realize that you've been seeded 
with the idea that in order to be spiritual, you should be, you know, you should be meek. You should have, you know, as little as possible. It shouldn't be about a monetary access or gain. And we want to help uncover that, give the tools to people to help them uncover those deep-seated um, blocks that are in the consciousness. And that's, that's chakra work. It's not only chakra work. The, um, uh, the hidden self that's helping to steer and guide your actions, your mind, body, and energy, right? Remember, I always have to bring it to that because that is really what is happening, right? Our mind manifests in the thoughts that we accept, the thoughts that we consciously think, right? And the thoughts that we declare are what we are going to move out on. And that's where our body, you know, our physical then moves out to manifest those thoughts that have come into our consciousness and that we have accepted. And then our energy is the vibrational frequency that we align with that goes up to the universal life force to partner with you to manifest all of the stuff that you really don't want. <laughs> so we all have these deep seated unconscious, um, you know, uh, uh, seeds of, of non-supporting thoughts that then produce non-supporting behaviors that then send the vibrational energy of non-supporting manifestations <laughs> to universal life force, you know? Mm-hmm. So even, you know, I mean, even with, with what you are doing, Flaw, you know, you uh, decided that you wanted to leave um, your W-2, as you say, yeah. and you wanted to go out and hang up your shield, your your shingle, as they used to say, you know, open business, open and everything. I'm sure that there are dynamics that you have had to battle with in your own mind that were not going to support what it is you were trying to what you're trying to do. Well, yeah, because life doesn't stop for no one, um, mm-hmm. especially when um, you go into a adulthood as a father. Um, you mm-hmm. just feel like you don't have time to say, hey, time out. Something's mm-hmm. not right here. Um, and just like what you were saying about, hey, if you don't leave your kids something, you don't mm-hmm. love your kids. So, but once again, that's kind of like an energy that, like I said, a while ago, I was listening to something and somebody said, yo, a child is worth a million dollars a piece. And I mm-hmm. said, yo, I don't have a million dollars. And that's kind of what clicked in me as to I need more. Um, mm-hmm. So when I got into the business that I'm in with financial protection and life insurance. And right. when they was telling me, Hey, you get to leave your kids mm-hmm. this amount of money that warmed my heart without me even knowing right. that, Hey, that what makes me, mm-hmm. you know, I love my kids. But so it, it was sure. just like a natural energy for me. Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is all I wanted because there are some people, most of us don't have a career. We have a job. So if you're mm-hmm. going from job to job, Mm-hmm. How many of us are staying at a job for 30 years? How many not anymore. Not, not anymore. It. They ain't even trying to keep you right. that long. So when you go, <laughs> when you're going from job to job, you don't have a career, right? How many times did I look at my 401k and it said, well, buddy, you need a little bit more to 
um, really have a retirement plan. I'm giving yeah. you all I can give you. Yeah. Because I won't be able to pay no bills if I keep giving all my money to my 401k. So I just right. knew something wasn't right. I just knew something wasn't right. Um, so like I said, once I got into that position to where I was mm-hmm. able to get some help, I took advantage of the help. Mm-hmm. And it's my opportunity to make sure that I am, you know, fully taking advantage of the help. Like there's no turning back once you get mm-hmm. into that zone. And I feel good. I feel amazing about what I'm doing. And that comes from the energy of, hey, if you love your kids, you'll do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. That just clicked in me before I even heard anything what you said. Like I said, I've been doing this for a while now. And um, this one picture that I would look at, it's kind of like mm-hmm. it just resembles you know, anybody's journey in business or in anything. And this guy, he's axing away at the wall and he gives up, but he's like a few inches away from the prize. I don't know if you've seen Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He chopped. He chopped. Who knows how long he chopped? He probably chopped for years. And mm-hmm. when he decided to hang it up, he was this close of getting to that. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. You don't stop. You don't give up. Nobody's had it easy. No millionaire, no billionaire, nobody owning a business has it easy. We just make mm-hmm. it look easy. We smile because yep. we have freedom. When you're your own boss, you get to take a a, 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 a mental day. Mm-hmm. You get to say, "Hey, I don't feel like doing nothing today because I don't because I don't I just you know." And mm-hmm. so you you take your wins and you take your losses, but you do it on the strength of you, and that's just a tremendous feeling that you can leave something for your children. So. Yeah, there has been some uh, struggles, some ups and downs, but the end goal is so beautiful. I, I think you said it last time. Flaw is nothing ever wrong with you, or you always, hey, it is what it is. I'm in good spirits. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the right thing. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all good. You know, it's it's really, really, really all good. Um, so you know, I think I think the work is to just share. Uh, my life experience, what I've learned, you know, being an entrepreneur, uh, uh, what do you call it? A, um, a, a, what do they call serial entrepreneur? Um, there's something about my energy that is not corporate. And that has always been that way. Even when I have held, you know, so-called corporate jobs, uh, the most corporate jobs I've ever held have been in healthcare institutions, you know, in hospitals and such like that, you know, and, but the reality of it is, is that it's my destiny to run an enterprise. You know, it's my destiny to assist uh, my community and then all those others who may want to be nourished or can be nourished from the share. But my focus is to super serve our community because this that's my backyard, you know, and you can't really apologize for that, you know. Um, so at Goddess in the Garden on August 19th is going to be a whole bunch of different speakers and presenters around various topics. Women and men, of course, are invited uh, to come out um, and share in the wonderful energy. There's a whole concert of performers um, and entertainers from the Philly set. Uh, you know, that we have Queen uh, Yazzie, who is... Um, a wonderful host hostess and she has put together this great lineup of speakers and presenters um and as we go further i will share the lineup with you but the workshop of wealthy women wealthy uh wealthy women wealthy women's wisdom is going to be to just begin to plant the seeds of uh women who are in business how they begin to incorporate their spiritual culture and the cultural aspects um, to help them succeed in their business, you know? Mm-hmm. And we just got to do it. We got to do it. And it's all good. It's a wonderful thing. 
Um, there's a lot going on out here in the world. It really is. And this whole <laughs> show today, we've talked about everything, you know, from food and uh, diet and nutrition and fasting to, you know, Dave Ramsey <laughs> and money and yep. entrepreneurship and hustling it up for your own. And that's that's how our community offerings need to be. Like we need a holistic approach as best we can. I even shared that with um, many of you know, I'm going to the podcast summit this Saturday. I'm flying out down to Miami, the podcast summit hosted by David Shans. And as I said earlier, um, I am on a whole nother trajectory of really learning how, you know, to take mama yoga wellness brands to the next level. And the next level is digital and it is far and wide to really spread the message. So to learn how to do that digitally, um, I bought um, into the room uh, of the podcast summit uh, down in Miami. And so getting down there, you know, I've been, we've been, (laughs) we've been like really studying like, a month before getting down there. So I'm like so full already of all the stuff, all the steps that I need to take and do. And even coming back from that, I will be sharing all of that information as best I can. And as I use it in my own life, because I'm experiential, like I don't want to just be running off at the mouth about stuff like that is you got to, you got to be living what it is that you are sharing with people from my vantage point. My teacher taught me that, you know, had been a great example of that, you know, uh, live what you are teaching people as best you can. Again, like we said at the start of the show is we all got our steps. We all fallible, you know? So, uh, when I come back from the podcast summit, my, my plan is to be able to really, um, incorporate those dynamics and those, um, that training into the mama yoga wellness brand. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's exciting. It's a lot happening. I'm willing to just keep learning and I hope mm-hmm. you are too. Yep. And I know you are flaw. Absolutely. All right. Any last words you'd like to share or you'd like any final uh, thoughts you want to close people out with? I'm good. All right. All right. You got anything coming up? The what? Uh, with your, um, your um insurance and um, uh, well, life policies and just, such. Just, just taking my test tonight, so I can start making some money for myself instead okay. of making money for the for the team. I like it's nothing wrong with feeding the team, but she's let me get some right. too. So yeah, you, know, you need all. to eat so, too. So yeah, I need to yeah I need to eat too. And <laughs> uh, so I'm, after we get off of here, I'm do mm-hmm. some heavy studying. Mm-hmm. And tonight I'm going to ace that thing. So, All right now, well, don't eat none of them burgers and shit. I'm not going none nowhere. Smoothies, food. smoothies, smoothies. Yes, yes. Put some broccoli in it. It's good for your brain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Listen, we thank you so much every week for tuning in. Um, please go to Spotify and follow um, and leave a review. Our Spotify numbers need to really have some fluff, fluff, uh, and we'll do what we can to. Um, Make sure that that happens as well. You Not just can. Spotify, Apple as well. Subscribe to Apple. Um, okay. You know, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. To me, because it's kind of like you get them subscribed to Apple, it's like an automatic download. You know, mm-hmm. Spotify, you kind of like have to go there every week on Apple. It'll kind of let you okay. know like, hey, 
Mama Yoga dropped a new episode. Here it is. Since you subscribed, mm-hmm. it's a download. And that's what we want. We want downloads. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All right. So subscribe to Apple Podcasts. That's what you said? Yep. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else? Oh, man. We on YouTube, man. The Podcast Brothers Network. Definitely you can find Mama Yoga on there. I know YouTube is huge. So if you want to just watch uh, the audio um, mm-hmm. or this video here, you can go uh, to YouTube, The Podcast Brothers Network. And mm-hmm. the Mind, Body, Energy, and Balance podcast on Apple and Spotify. All right, now. All right. And you can follow me on um, uh, all my social medias, uh, particularly uh, Instagram. I'm on there like a lot. And I'm on TikTok too. Hey. Yeah. Ticking the talk. The talk. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you all. Always seek to walk in peace and keep your mind, body, energy in balance. Peace out. <laughs> all right, Flo.